What's for dinner? That chicken thing that John posted. Oh, I don't know if he was actually making it or yeah. if he chose something else because you were like, no. I just didn't want wings. Make regular chicken. I just meant like, I don't want... Regular chicken. <laughs> make regular chicken. <laughs> I only eat regular chicken. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Regular <laughs> chicken. King Julian. <laughs> More gloves, King Julian. Killer's Crime and Coffee. I'm Sierra. And I'm Kirsten. And this is the first time we've probably introduced ourselves correctly. No, we did it last episode. Did we? I don't listen to the episodes. You're awful. Okay, well. Well, now you're going to because you're going to have to edit this one. Yeah, unfortunately. (laughs) We'll see if I um, remember. (laughs) I won't forget. It'll be like 10 o'clock tomorrow night. You're like, fucking I'm trying to edit this into the audio. Yeah. Because I'll have fallen asleep by then. Eric's going to be like, Are you going to upload it? Hello? Eric's going to be like, Your sister's calling me. I'm scared. <sighs> okay. So, how's your week, Kirsten? Oh, it's been a week. It's been fun. Yeah. No. Yeah. It just has been an awful time. <laughs> I'm just hoping that next week, going forward, just is better. Yeah. My week fucking sucked. <laughs> Had a little fender bender, and that's going to be at least, well, not at least, it's going to be $500. Um, I have to Ugh. go to get a quote tomorrow, which yeah. is why me and Eric have to go switch cars. Is there anything you would like to add to your week? No, I. it's all just a blur, so I can't, I know that there's been bad things that have happened, and I just can't remember. Yeah. I think I'm just blocking You've just been, out. like, really busy. I want to go home. <laughs> you know that TikTok? <laughs> I want to go home. Okay. Shit. Okay. So what are you drinking, Sierra? I'm drinking a Diet Cola. Naturally flavored soda. Refreshing. Because we didn't go and get coffee. First time right then. Yeah, I was gonna text you and ask if you want to do yeah, that. Yeah, like but... I wanted to, but I you just like came inside. I was like, goodbye. I don't need coffee. It's fine. Bye. It's fine. Mm-hmm. What are you drinking, Kirsten? I'm drinking aha. Aha. Sparkling water. I don't like that stuff. It's pretty good. Actually, the lemon one John gave me was not too bad. Yeah, the lemon's a good starter. It's yeah. like a good ease it was pretty, like, into the. Okay, I could do it. I like chugged that thing down. Yeah. He's like, you drank it? And I was like... It's like refreshing. Yeah, well, I was really thirsty. And John's like, you want this? I'm not going to drink it. I was like, sure. And I was like... (laughs) (laughs) I don't want that. (laughs) Okay. 
So Sorry, what are we covering me. today? Um, so today I'm doing some more scary games that will ruin your life, and I have some really good ones. <laughs> I only have three, but two out of the three are very long. Okay. So I'm a little scared because last, the last episode was a little scary. Okay, but that one's a pretty good one. Okay. So yeah. I think, you know, we're going to start off with the easy one, the one that everyone knows. Okay. Okay. Miss Bloody Mary. Oh, God. Okay. Did you hear that song on TikTok where it's like, You think he like me, you me. Maybe I'm gonna, maybe I'm gonna cross. I don't know. It sounds like some Christian song, but it's like pretty bopping. I have not. <laughs> Let me, okay. I'm not gonna find it right now, but like, I'll send it to you if I've got it on TikTok. It's pretty good. Okay. So, we're gonna, we're gonna dive into Miss Bloody Mary. Okay. Um, so a little background on like how Bloody Mary was inspired and where she kind of came from. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I go to this. I quit. <laughs> I'm leaving. So Bloody Mary, you know, she's a very well known like kids horror kind of thing. You know, you did it in the bathroom at school. You did it in the bathroom. I did. Okay, yeah. I did. Um, so you know but like there you know when you're a kid you don't really like think about like what was behind like how this was a thing that happened so there's the the so-called obvious choice is that the spirit of bloody mary is related to mary tudor of or mary the first of england uh, this Mary gained infamy during her short but ruthless rule of England in the mid-1500s. So she was a ruthless ruler. Oh. She was a woman. I love how off tune I am. Great. Okay. So during the... <laughs> I'm just in a mood today. I'm just in a mood today. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So during the time that um, she ruled England, the very short time, she gained the nickname Bloody Mary for burning hundreds of people at the stake in her religious motivated murderous decisions. Oh my god. Other than sharing like the nickname of Bloody Mary, um, there's not much else tying her to the legend. That's just like, it's like that one thing. So, you know. Seems fun pretty fact. reasonable to me. Yeah. So another historical figure who is kind of like tied to the Bloody Mary image is Elizabeth Bathory. She's famously known as the Blood Countess. I feel like I've heard of this one. I've heard of this one. See, this one I knew more than the other one. Yeah. When I was reading this. Yeah, I've never heard of the other one. Yeah. So, Elizabeth is represented in the pages of history as a maniacal and murderous noblewoman who killed hundreds of young virgin women from her surrounding village. She would supposedly kill these women um, to drink and bathe in their blood. So, this is like a real thing? Yeah, this was like a historical person. Mm. And they're, they're like, you know, tying Ooh, the history okay. of Bloody Mary okay. to this lady. <laughs> okay. So... You know, over time, she, you know, her crimes were sensationalized, but her reason for doing this was so that she would retain her youth. 
So she thought that killing these virgin girls and bathing and drinking their blood would keep her young. So it sounds a little vampire. I want to know how that worked out for you. Yeah. How's it going? How's it going, Elizabeth? Please don't haunt us. Fuck are you now on the ground? Please don't haunt us. Please. Please. Do it, bitch. Oh my god. Okay. 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 Settle down. Settle down. I'm a crystal girl, okay? <laughs> I speak to the dead. <laughs> um, so yeah, those are like the two the two ladies who are most famously tied to the Bloody Mary tale and what she could be based off of. So there is an, one more woman. Okay. Her name is Mary Worth. Mary Worth. So she could also be... I think I've heard of her, too. This one I didn't hear. I've never heard of. Um, but Mary Worth was um, suggested to be a witch and was suspected of kidnapping young women from the village that she lived near. Uh, her origins were, like, very vague. Like, they didn't really know a lot about her. Uh-huh. But they suspect that Bloody Mary could be a witch. So that's where Miss Mary Worth... It's kind of similar to the other... Yeah. Lady. The other Mary. Yes. So let's uh let's get into how to play. So if you've never played Bloody Mary, you're an uncultured swine, but <laughs> move along. That's <laughs> fine. How have you not played Bloody Mary? This is why we don't have views, everyone. Okay, listen. Some people like the brutality. Okay? They like the aggression. This is how I don't know if they like to be called. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like you're an uncultured swine. Get out of my store. Oh my god. <clears throat> Jesus Christ. And I keep losing my voice today. So. Yeah. <clears throat> my voice is very like scratchy feeling. Mm-hmm. So I'm not trying to like sound like a dying pig or something. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the rules to play Bloody Mary are very simple. There are a lot of variations of the rules, and, you know, everybody knows it a little bit differently, but the general idea of it is pretty much the same. So, you're going to find a room that can be darkened and contains a mirror. You're then going to enter the room and close the door behind you. You're going to proceed to light no more than a few candles as the ritual works best in low light. So, like, when I play, there's obviously never candles because, like, I was in the bathroom at school probably get in trouble for that yeah so but candles will probably make it more fun you know just burn down the place get funky <laughs> get a little arson <laughs> get like a little arson a little crime uh-huh <laughs> so you're just gonna light a few candles to keep the room slightly lit not too much you know you're going to then stare at the reflection of your own eyes in the mirror and do not break contact with your own eyes in the mirror. Then you're going to repeat Bloody Mary out loud without interruption three times in a row. The summoning ritual is now complete. Many reports of different phenomena occur, you know, after this, you know, little ritual is complete. Mm-hmm. It's widely believed that completing these set- steps will summon Bloody Mary into your mirror she may appear covered in blood behind you. Um, she's said to have attacked some people, either scratching out their eyes, their necks, their faces. 
Uh-huh. So, um, that's Bloody Mary. So, if you ever want to teach your kids a fun little a little ghost game, that's the one. That's also really not the one. Okay, well, it's the one out of these three that I chose, because there's other two I'm going to okay, fuck true. you up. Let true. me tell you. Let me tell you. <laughs> they don't fuck you up. This shit's scary. Okay. Okay. Okay, so the next one we're going to go over is called the Three Kings game. I've never heard of this until I researched it. So it's a little cray cray. Okay? Okay. So to play the Three Kings game, you're going to need a large, quiet room without any windows. So there can be no windows in this room. Uh-huh. If you want to use a room with windows, then you have to cover the windows so no light from the outside can come in the room. Like, you need a completely, like, pitch black room. So no moonlight, no nothing. The room must have a door that will close and latch securely. So you're closing yourself in. You are entrapped in here. Okay. 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 You need a candle. Um, It's recommended that you use a candle that will not burn out or burn down quickly. So you want something that's going to last a long time. Like how long are we talking? A good amount of time. You're going to need a lighter because, um, yeah, you have to light the candle. You need a small bucket of water and a clean mug, or you can use a cup. Okay. Okay. You need an electric fan. You need two large mirrors. An alarm clock. This is really a lot. It's a lot. It's a big setup for this for this game. You also need three chairs. And you want a fully charged phone. You need to fully charge your phone. Do not let it be on, like, 20%, because you could really mess your life up right here. Okay? Shit. This is, like, your last resort is your phone in this game. Like, to call 911? Listen, and you'll know. Okay, okay, okay. You also need a trustworthy partner to follow the rules and take this game just as serious as you are going to take it. Don't be inviting me. So, like, buddy. Don't invite me. Me and you. (laughs) I don't want to (laughs) go. <laughs> if we can hear you clicking off, you might thing. be able to. <laughs> but like, okay, so when you scroll for some reason, it scrolls really fast, and I just get lost. So I'm sorry, but I have to click. Okay. I have to okay. click. That's <laughs> <have to> <laughs> why I need a mouse, cause I, I can't. The little pad is just. You know, you can buy like a mouse. For I like have $5. a mouse. I have a whole setup for this, actually. Well, then why wouldn't you bring it? Because you're not top priority. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm gonna set up my little my little light up mouse and my yeah, light up mouse Yeah, I want the whole pad. thing set up. Okay. Bet. <laughs> Next time, I'm gonna bring it. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Take a break. Your I really do. I think of, I look at myself and I'm like, <laughs> I really do. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go over the rules for the three kings. Okay. At 11 p.m., you should ready for performing this game's ritual. You know, you, you got to get yourself ready at 11 p.m. Okay. In your dark room, place one of your chairs facing north. This throne belongs to your, your palace. No, your place. This is your place, okay? I'm going to call it a palace. It said place, but I like palace better. Okay. Makes sense. (laughs) The other two chairs on either side of the throne facing it forward. 
So you're gonna you're gonna place your your throne facing north, and the other two chairs are gonna face you. Okay. Opposite way. These two chairs belong to the queen and the fool. They must be about an arm's distance from the throne. So now you're gonna place the two mirrors on the queen and the fool's chairs. So you're sitting here. Your your chairs are in front of you. They're facing you, and there's a mirror on each chair facing you so you're pretty much looking at yourself okay. but one's the queen and one's the fool's oh, chair i hate that okay? I, hate, I hate things where you can look at yourself in the mirror but for it long should be time. they should be kind of focusing at almost at each other like at a 90 90 degree angle from you Ooh. but you can still see okay. it that, that okay. makes sense. i'm getting okay. shivers so when when you place the mirrors you have to be facing straight and you have to be able to see your own reflection out of the corner of your eye okay okay Mm-hmm. So next, you're gonna place the bucket and your chosen mug or cup in front of the f- in front of the throne, just like barely out of reach. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then you need to place the fan behind you, behind your throne, and turn it on, but not on high. Just turn it on like low or medium. Okay. Just a little nice little breeze mm-hmm. in the distance. Now you're gonna turn the lights off. You're gonna leave that room and make sure the door is left open, and then go to your bedroom. They're going to leave the door open. I'm going to leave the door open. I'm going to leave the door open. I'm going to leave the door open, spirits. I'm going to leave the door open. Mm-hmm. Okay. Moving on. So after you go to your bedroom, you have to place your cell phone lighter and your candle close to your bed so you can reach them easily without having any problem and make sure your phone is fully charged okay leave it on the charger until you are until you wake up to go do this ritual you're gonna set your alarm for 3 30 a.m okay okay you're gonna turn off the light you're going to go to sleep and you're going to hold your childhood toy as you sleep okay you don't have a childhood toy mm-hmm. should i look i don't know <laughs> You're going to die today, I guess. Oh, my God. So, at 3.30, it is now time to start the ritual. At 3.30 a.m., you should get out of bed, light the candle, grab the fully charged phone, and keep your toy with you at all times. Okay? So, keep this little this little toy, because this is what's going to bring you back. Okay? Bring you back? This is what's going to keep your clutch on reality. Okay. Okay? Okay. You have three minutes to return to your prepared room. Within the three minutes, you know, you should be there. Okay? Okay. When you enter the dark room that you have prepared for yourself, you're going to close the door behind you. Your partner should wait right outside the room and should stay as quiet as possible. So. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay, so your partner should be outside the room. So with your candle flame, like, lit, you're going to sit down in your throne. You're going to look straight. And you're going to stare into just the darkness. So when you place the chairs, it should kind of be like, they're in front of you looking at you, but they're off to the side, if that makes sense. So, like, if you look forward, you should just see dark. If you look forward, you should just see darkness. And out, just out of the corner of your eye, you should be able to see the mirrors and the chairs. Okay? Uh-huh. So when you sit down in your throne, you're going to look straight. Do not look in the mirrors. Your body should be blocking the wind behind you, like the from the fan. 
do not stare directly into the candle flame either. At 3.33 a.m., you is when the whole thing really is going to start. So that's that's why you only have three minutes. Okay. Until, you know, you got to get into the stream, got to get set up. Your friend's got to sit outside the door. Got three minutes from the time you wake up at 3.30 a.m. to now. Uh-huh. Okay. You have to start the ritual by asking a question loudly. It will take time, but again and again, if you ask the question, um, and you did everything, you will be joined by the king who will answer your questions. So you're going to keep asking a question. Uh-huh. It's not fake, but it's going to take some time until you actually hear their voices. But remember, do not turn to look in the mirror, even if you hear their voices. Okay, so you still want to be looking straight ahead. You're not going to look at the mirrors. Just don't do it. Okay. So, don't ask stupid questions. You want to ask serious questions. This this is pretty much to, you know, you're supposed to ask questions, like, you know, serious questions. Like, if you were to go to, like, a psychic or something, like, you know. Just question teller. Yes. So, you know, serious questions that you want to know. You should be prepared for anything because they could give you bad or good you only have an hour with the king the kings to ask these questions which an hour might seem like a lot but it's not don't let the candle go out at this meeting at 4 34 a.m your friend um should call out to you that the game has ended if you do not respond then the person should try calling your phone. So you, when you have your phone, you should keep it in your pocket or like somewhere where you're going to feel it or hear it ring or something. If those methods do not work, that person should enter the room and try to take you out from the ritual that you're doing by saying your name. But they cannot touch you. The person cannot touch you because bad things could happen if the person touches you while you're in the middle of this ritual. If that doesn't work, the very last resort is to take the cup of water and throw it on your face to, like, snap you out of, you know, uh-huh. whatever trance you're in. Yep. Once you find yourself in, like, a somewhat conscious mind, you're now going to return your focus onto the toy they're holding in your hand to guide. It will guide you, like, pretty much away from the game, you know, bring you back to reality kind of thing. When you are done with the game, you should stand up, blow out the candle, and leave the room immediately. The risk factor of the game. Okay. All right. Let's see here. So I'm just going to kind of give you some, an experience that people, that some, you know, people have had from playing this game. Uh-huh. This one's through Reddit. This Reddit user is BlazeKensFire11 from five years ago. Okay. So his mental state before the ritual, a little nervous, waking up at 3 a.m. also made him a little bit groggy, possible instances of lucid dreaming, forgot to check if the door was open or not. So when, pretty much when, I don't know if I said this when I was reading over the rules, but when you wake up at 3.30 a.m. and you go to the door, if the door's closed, because you left open, the door's closed, that means like they're there, they're ready to be, you know, they're inviting you in pretty much. Okay. So he couldn't remember if the door was open or not. 
Um, he said in hindsight it was probably still open, but you never know. I sat down in the chair and followed instructions. I stared hard into the darkness, trying not to focus on the looming monsters in the dark my imagination was conjuring up. Always afraid of the dark, not of ghosts or monsters, just the fact of not knowing what was in it. A few minutes or a lot of minutes pass. Can't really tell time when you're sitting alone in a dark room. Even minutes can feel like hours. I start feeling sleepy. Next thing I know, next thing I remember, is waking up to the shock of cold water on my face and my upper body. So this guy did this ritual and some, like, pretty much just, like, lost all, like, memory of anything that was happening and woke mm-hmm. up to the very last resort which is water being poured all over you my roommate of two years was waking me up holding a beer mug and a bucket waking up i felt tired feeling of stiff joints too like i didn't get proper sleep i don't remember much i think i might have just fallen asleep my friend however had some interesting remarks remarks he said that i had been humming it's a little weird that's a lot of weird well this i'm just reading this one for the first time so that's a little little cray cray i asked him if i had said something or if i was talking in my sleep nothing i was just humming also i was sitting in the chair sleeping but my head would sway from side to side in hindsight there were two mirrors to my side and the entities are supposed to appear in them i asked him if i was turning my head in my sleep which would be normal he said he wasn't sure. I didn't feel it didn't feel normal to him. He said he's seen me sleeping because he's been his roommate for two years, and sometimes I do toss and turn, but he can't be sure. He said it was too fast, and it was like I was doing it purposely. At first, when he came into the room, he said he thought I was pranking him or something. I was asleep. I don't remember. I don't remember anything. The end goal of the ritual is that you converse and get answers, but I don't remember, so I'm a bit confused. Did I do it right, or did I just fall asleep through the whole ritual? His mental state after the ritual. Thoroughly confused and dazed, feeling a little weird about humming since I never had any case of talking or making any sound during sleep other than the ritual seemed to be normal. No sign of anything paranormal. This guy had, like, a weird experience, but... An interesting experience. Huh. Okay. Creepy. I've also seen there's ones where it's like they, you know, pretty much these spirits will try to trick you into looking at them. And when mm-hmm. you look at them, like, you can see, like, crazy, crazy stuff. Like, you might see how you die. You, you know, it's a lot of, like, crazy things that can happen if, like, you do anything wrong. Or, like, you could get bad answers, mm-hmm. you know. It's just a lot of crazy stuff. Cool. So, yeah. let me tell you the precautions, because I forgot to tell you the precautions of this game. If the alarm did not go off at 3.30 a.m., stop the ritual. If the door at the room is closed, stop the ritual. So, the door should be open when you do the ritual. It should not be closed. Okay. So, open is inviting you in. Closed is... Diamonds! Okay. If the fan is off when you walk in the room, stop the, the ritual. If you're unable to sit in your throne at 3.33 a.m., stop the ritual. If you have to stop the ritual, please leave the house immediately until 4.44 a.m. So if you have to cut the ritual short, you should not. You should leave the house and then come back at 4.44 a.m. You should not be in the house in between that time. 
Oh my god. So. That's the Three Kings game. Next is the elevator game. Oh, I hate this one. You know this one? Yeah. I never heard of this one. You've never heard of the elevator game? Mm-mm. Have you heard about that girl that died and her body was found in the... No? Nope. She was apparently playing the elevator game. We'll have um, to cover that story. Yeah. All right. So there's two things that you need to prepare for this game. There should be one player at a time. You can play with friends, but if one of your friends drops in the middle, the others have to restart from the beginning. So pretty much the fewer the better, which... Yeah. And you need a building, at least 10 stories, and an elevator to be able to reach all 10 floors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can just see the look on your face. Like, please don't tell me this. Um, so after you choose a building, now is when you start your journey to playing the elevator game. So you already know, but this does not really require as many setup things as the Three Kings does. You're just going to make sure that the elevator can function properly and that you're brave enough to do it so it should have 10 levels above ground level including the ground floor do not count sub levels and basements as floors okay okay so you're going to imagine that you're standing in front of the building that you've chosen here's how your journey starts to another world Enter the building and go straight to the elevator. Press the up button to call the elevator. If you see a down button, ignore it. Enter the first floor alone once the door opens and start your journey by moving to the fourth floor first. Once you reach the fourth floor, remain there and descend to the second floor. Ascend to the sixth floor. Come back to the second floor. Go up to the tenth floor and then descend back down to the fifth floor where people have reported to seeing a mysterious woman. She may or may not talk to you, seek help, or irritate you, but all you have to do is avoid interacting with them. Return to the first floor. There are two possibilities once you return to the first floor. If the elevator stops on the first floor, escape without looking back or saying anything. If the elevator starts to ascend, it welcomes you to the other world. So pretty much, if it stops on the first floor, that's pretty much like that's a sign to like no, yeah, you're you not welcome. Not go you're not supposed to go. Just leave. But if you know it starts to ascend back up, then it's welcoming you to the other world, whatever that may be. If the second case happens to you and you want to exit or cancel the ritual, you can press any buttons besides one and ten. Try to do it before the elevator passes number nine. If you want to continue on your journey, reach the 10th floor. Things will look different and nobody will be there. You have two choices, exit or remain. If you exit, the woman who has entered the lift on the fifth floor may ask you some question. She even knows your name, but do not answer or talk to her. You have now entered the other world. If the ritual occurs correctly, you will see darkness and a red glow entering nearby windows. Some participants claim the red glow emerges from a remote cross-like building that they can get close enough to see properly. Almost all players describe feeling alone in this alternate world, with a girl from the fifth level refusing to join them. Mm-hmm. 
Here's some of the rules. The order of the floors must be correct. Do not interact with stranger. How to return from the other world. If you choose to remain in the lift rather than explore, simply press the first story button to come back home. You may have to press the button until it works continuously. If you decide to exit the lift and explore the other world, there are a few guidelines to follow in order to get back to your real world safely. You must take the same elevator that you took to get this far. Repeat the steps that you have followed to reach the fifth floor. The floor order is 4262151. Once you get to the first floor, the elevator will try to bring you to the tenth floor. Before accessing the tenth floor, start pressing other numbers to delay the elevator and, re and return to the first floor landing. Examine the surroundings when you enter the first floor. Do not exit if you notice anything strange, even the tiniest detail. Press the floor numbers in the correct order again until everything seems fine when you reach the first floor. So if you press the order, the numbers in order, and you reach the first floor and something looks wrong, you should press those numbers again and keep trying until you until everything looks fine to you. Mm -hmm. Which is a little scary because like, what if it just like doesn't? What if, like you don't. What yeah, if what if it just doesn't work? Us. Everything just looks weird. Something always looks out of place or something. Get out of the elevator if you are confident that you will succeed in returning to your exit, to your actual world. Do not exit the elevator until you are sure. If you do, and you're wrong, you can relax for a while, but you won't be able to see your home anymore. You may get confused and lose track of whichever elevator you took. The elevator may appear to move away from you as you reach it and so on. Keep your eyes open about you and be alert. If you faint or lose consciousness during the game, you will wake up in your home. However, check, their, check the surroundings closely when you wake up. This home may not be your real one. Only escape when you are sure of your surroundings. What should you do if you can't return? I've got an answer. You find it hard to return mostly because you can't stay calm and press the floor numbers in an incorrect order. To get out of this dimension, try to recall where you should go and restart your multiple escapes. And restart your escape multiple times until you make it right. It's pretty much if you can't return, it's because you're too panicked and you're doing something wrong. So you have to calm yourself down and figure out what you need to do and keep trying until it's right. So it's pretty like if it's pretty much like if you can't remember, then you're screwed. Oh my fucking god. I'm gonna have to like write, if I ever had to do this, I'd have to like write it down. Yeah, I know, I'd be like. <sighs> <laughs> the rules of this game are not compliment. Com <laughs> I got 34! They're not complicated. Okay? They're not complicated. <laughs> you sound like one of, the, one of the people from the labyrinth. That little worm. Have you ever seen the labyrinth? Yeah. The yes, worm? I've seen the labyrinth. Like, he like has that like. She would have went that way. Would have took her straight to that castle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> Shit. Okay. Come inside. Have a cup of tea. <laughs> I love the labyrinth. <laughs> Do you know the labyrinth? My ass. Get out of here. Okay. <clears throat> but it will confuse us from the moment we meet the strange woman. You must be nervous and even lose control of what to do next. So, like, you should be nervous around this woman. You okay. should. Okay? Okay. Oh. About the woman. Her past. Her traumas. Okay. Sorry. Okay. 
The woman that enters the fifth floor and stays there with you is the most mysterious part of the game. If you want to escape safely, do not interact with her. To be more specific, do not acknowledge her existence. She has no way of knowing if you notice her existence. Do not move or step aside when the woman comes in. She won't come near you. Instead, she will pass by you to one side while you stand on the other side. Okay. Do not stare or look at her directly or indirectly via reflection. So don't even look at her reflection. Don't even, like, literally just act like this lady's not here. Do not close your eyes to avoid eye contact with her, though. Just do it when you have to. The best tip is to look at the ground. Never talk to her even when she asks you to push the buttons for her. Do not talk or even look at the mysterious woman. About the return trip. Some sites claim that the method for coming back home in, in the case that you don't choose to exit can only work if the woman didn't enter the fifth floor. You two must decide to remain in the elevator to use this method. So the only way to come back home safely once you've like looked around is if she didn't enter the fifth floor. If she did, don't know. <laughs> yep. You're screwed, I guess. So. Okay. That's the elevator game, and that's my episode. And I wrote this at like two in the morning, so I'm sorry if some of it was a little confusing. Okay. You did great. Thanks. She would have went that way. We'll take it all straight to that castle. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, guys. Well, I hope you don't play any of these games. Maybe Bloody Mary. It's probably like the safest one out of the three. Yeah. Because the Three Kings one is like pretty cray cray. Yeah, that sounds. That makes my stomach hurt. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Ugh. So, yeah. Um, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Yeah. And if there's any mess ups in the editing, it was totally Kirsten's fault. I'm not editing my own okay. things. Yeah. Um, have a good life. Have a good weekend. We'll see you next Wednesday. Yes, for episode 15. Wow, we're on 15 already. Yes. Wow, that's exciting. We're going to be famous. Mom, I'm going to be famous. <laughs> but yeah, so um, keep on sipping. Yeah, we'll catch you on the flip side. Bye. Bye. I like how we both look at each other <laughs> to make sure that we're going to like <laughs> say it at the same time. <laughs> Hey guys, Sierra here from Killer's Crime and Coffee. Don't forget to follow us on all of our social media platforms. You can find us on Facebook at Killer's Crime and Coffee, a true crime and paranormal podcast. Instagram at Killer's Crime Coffee Pod. Or our website at killerscrimecoffee.wixsite.com. You can email us any story suggestions or feedback at killerscrimecoffeepod at gmail.com. Make sure to follow our friend Kobe, who made our awesome intro music at coby.conraddd, Conrad, where you can also find the link to his personal music. Don't forget to follow us on Amazon and Spotify Music.